Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to you, Beauty Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran. And I'm Lee Campbell, and I am officially excited because in Beautyland, the start of spring and up until Christmas is when all the big, exciting, beautiful, lovely smelling beauty launches happen. It's like Christmas, but for three months. And you know what that means? Advent calendars will be coming in soon. I did think we should probably speak about them earlier because they sell out early and early every year. So if you guys want to hear about our favourite advent calendars, let us know and we'll do it on an upcoming episode. I think that we did do it early enough last year, right, Lee? I hope we did. I can't remember. (laughs) Because in Sydney we've been in lockdown for so long, I reckon this year, I don't know about you, but for Christmas I'm just planning on going absolutely ham. I am literally wearing a ball gown and buying everyone a Ferrari. Okay, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, I just want to see my family and do gifts and get dressed up. Of course, (laughs) all my loved ones get a Ferrari, a toy Ferrari, but still a Ferrari. (laughs) So as usual on a Monday, we're going to answer two of the questions you've sent through to youbeautyatmamamia.com.au. Keep sending them through, please. Coming up, we've got some skincare tips around swimming in a chlorinated pool, which are going to come in handy as we head into the warmer months. But first, we have a question from Caroline. Hello, this is Caroline. I've got a question for you, Beauty. Do you need an under-eye concealer if you don't have dark circles? Might be a silly question, but I'm 49, so, you know, I do have wrinkles there. So would a concealer make the wrinkles worse or I don't need the concealer? Thanks for um, answering my question. Bye. Lee, can you even imagine a world where you didn't have dark circles? How rude, Caroline. Just call I'm us I'm so brag. jealous of your skin, Caroline. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Like, what a great flex. I don't have dark circles. Right. All right. <laughs> but she did say it might be a silly question. There are no silly questions on you. No, 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 never. The answer is you definitely do not need an under-eye concealer. And I completely understand your concern because a lot of concealers that are used kind of to hide deep circles and bags are quite high coverage and so do fall into lines and wrinkles. And then you think, well, am I just highlighting the area in a different way? So for you, I would just make sure you are using like a hydrating foundation, a glowy, dewy foundation, and you can absolutely take that up under the eye and you know around the eye area in terms of like the crow's feet and stuff and it won't fall into lines however there's kind of two camps of concealer there's kind of long wearing matte hiding everything underneath it but then there's a beautiful range of concealers that are particularly formulated for the under eye area that are very lightweight they've got light reflecting particles in the formula that are just going to add luminosity and kind of blur the area that's what I would go for if I were you If you want one, honestly, like if you don't want an extra product, don't bother. But I have some suggestions in that category. Good old YSL Touche Clat, so Radiant Touch, technically is designed as a highlighter, but is a fantastic luminous under eye concealer. It's the Saint Laurent kind of 
cult status magic pen. It's that little gold pen you might have seen and you click it and it's a brush. It is fantastic for people that don't need much under the eyes. Back when we used to do a lot of photo shoots, particularly in my Cosmo days, it would be used just a little bit, you know, on beautiful models that are like 19 and need hardly anything, but it just kind of illuminates and lightens the eye area. So that's a good one. Another one of my favorites is the Charlotte Tilbury Magic Away Concealer because it's literally just kind of lightweight and blurring. It's not that hardcore, heavy, long wearing. A couple of others that I love, the Kevin O'Coin, the Etherealist Supernatural Concealer. So it's described as a lightweight concealer that blurs and brightens. So again, it's just going to add luminosity and glow to the area, but not lots of coverage. Good old Trini London, she's done a whole range of makeup that's kind of multi-use and very wearable. Her BFFI is really great. It's actually an eye serum. So she said, imagine if an eye cream and a concealer had a baby. So it's kind of like a really juicy and hydrating concealer that's lightweight and got lots of skin-loving Juvie in there. And then on the more affordable end of the scale, the Revolution Conceal and Hydrate Concealer, you can get it from Priceline, is like a lightweight moisture boosting concealer. So long answer is there's lots of options for you. Short answer is no, you definitely don't need it. I would just say at your age or at any age, if you don't want to emphasize lines, don't wear heavy long wearing formulas around the crow feet area because it just does settle into those lines. Kel, what are your thoughts besides raging jealousy? I've got absolutely nothing to offer because you've covered it all. (laughs) And I just think that what you said is perfect. So don't use any of my recommendations, which are always like heavy. You love a hardcore one, don't you? Cover absolutely everything. That Krylon wheel, which is basically paint because (laughs) I perpetually look like I've had an hour of sleep under the old eye bag area. So, yeah, I've got nothing to offer. I think that your advice was perfect. Uh, One more I forgot to actually mention, the Revlon Youth FX Concealer. That's another good one. Revlon's got heaps of under eye concealers, but that's a good one for this type of problem. But, um, yeah, don't use the stuff Kel uses. I use pretty hardcore stuff these days too or somewhere in between. I'm kind of in the middle, but I wish I had your problem. Mm, Same. Now, our second question is from Tao. Hi, Lee and Kelly. First of all, I want to say I love your podcast. I have gotten so much good advice from you ladies. I'm in Victoria, and before the lockdown, I went swimming almost every day, and as a result, my face became really red and itchy. I think it could be some sort of dermatitis from being in contact with the chlorine. Can you please recommend how to prep my skin before and after the pool? Thank you, Tao. Oh, to swim again. I hope that New South Welshmen and Victorians can swim again. I did. Do you swim, Lee? Well, I took my son to swimming lessons on Wednesday mornings and it's in a very chlorinated pool because children, we, you know, loved it. My hair and my skin got splashed a lot, obviously. Like you don't go right under as a parent, but if Alexander's in charge, then you get saturated anyway. So I can relate a little bit. Yes, look, even if it's in salt water, salt water can be quite healing, but very drying. And of course, chlorine can be very drying. So if you're an avid swimmer, it's definitely something you need to protect against. What you want to do is create a barrier between your skin and the swimming water, (laughs) the ocean, the water, whatever. It's hard to know without knowing your routine, but I would pop on a hydrating serum, like something that's hyaluronic acid or something that you're going to put some moisture in, and then you need a barrier cream. So occlusives are what Kelly and I often refer to as a barrier cream. They're kind of a thicker cream or even an oil 
And what they do is they basically just create, as the name suggests, a barrier. So they lock in the moisture underneath, which is why I want you to apply a hydrating serum first. And then they don't really let that moisture out and they don't really let what you're swimming in come in. It's obviously not foolproof. It's not like a double brick wall. I can't think of an analogy. A lot still will get washed away, but it's much better than just doing nothing. Exactly, exactly. So I would do that. Having said that, if you're swimming outside, I mean, you say chlorine, it might be inside. If you're swimming outside, I would do the hydrating serum and then I would do a physical sunscreen. So something that creates an actual barrier that's going to protect you from the UV rays, but also act as a bit of a barrier to letting too much chlorine in or letting the chlorine kind of dry out your skin, if that makes sense. So my steps would be hydrating serum and then either barrier cream or sunscreen. And then you say what to do after. Look, Best practice would be to gently cleanse at the pool if you can, but CBA freely. <laughs> so as soon as you get home, I would cleanse, even if it's just with micellar water. You could take some micellar water or some biodegradable wipes to the pool if you wanted. And then from there, do your skincare routine. So I don't know if you're swimming first thing before work or in the morning, but after you swim, cleanse thoroughly and then do your skincare. Or if you swim you know, after work or in the evenings, then you can feel free to pop on your nighttime routine. But yeah, you definitely need something. Jumping into the pool every day, particularly with nothing on your skin, will definitely, definitely dry it out. You can also, like most pools have a like shower that you're actually supposed to use before you get yes. in. So I usually just, because I'm a swimmer and I usually would get like out and always rinse myself off. I mean, I still stink like chlorine, but just to get like that yuckiness off. And I actually use. I'm excited to hear. I didn't know you were a swimmer, Kel, because I'm about to ask you what you do for your hair as well, because that's what I find gets really dry. Well, I wear a swimming cap. Oh, do so, you? How no, adorable. like I'm a, <laughs> I'm such a dork though. You should see my goggles because I've got a really funny shaped head. I don't have like the cool goggles that sports people wear. <laughs> Mine look like Scuba Steve's goggles. It looks like I'm practically wearing a snorkel. They're that dorky, oh, but they're the don't. only ones that fit my face. I need to get a photo and put it up in the You Beauty group Please so do. you can all just, have a bit of a lull. I did not picture that, Kel. That's hilarious. So what do you do for your well, skin? Obviously, I haven't been for a long time. It's shut. I'm just surprised you never guessed it. A lot of people say to me, oh, you've got swimmer's shoulders. And I'm like, thank you. That is absolutely not a compliment ever. So what's your best practice? So generally, I do not go every day. Usually, I go about once a week. Friday mornings was my swim time. If I go extra, that's fantastic, although it also means that I'm extra stressed and need to burn off steam. So what I would do with my hair, sometimes I wouldn't bother. I'd just always pop on my swimming cap. And I do the same thing when I go to the beach, though, a lot in summer. I just buy cheaper, so more affordable hair treatments, hair masks, and I just absolutely coat my hair the whole thing in the hair mask or even just a really thick hair oil mm. before I go into the sun, in the salt water, in the chlorine, and I find that that really helps. Is it good for the pool filter? No. Is that my problem? Also, no. Apologies to the person that has to clean it. <laughs> Listen, I think that with the amount of like fake tan and everything else that's disgusting that goes in, my hair stuff is the last I totally problem. agree. Sunscreen, toddler wee. Oof. Anyway, and on my face, I actually use, this is such a multi-purpose product, but I use the QV Ceramides ointment. I've talked about this before. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It is so good. I'll put it on my very dry joints before I tan. I use it on my skin after needling to help it heal. Like it is just such a good barrier cream. It's an ointment 
So it's super thick and rich. And so that's what I'll use on my skin before I go in. But I don't even use that much. I just put a little bit on it. I've got very sensitive skin and I've never, once again, though, I don't go every day, but using it, I've never had a problem with my skin afterwards or had it feeling extra dry or yucky. And that's like really affordable. It's under 20 bucks that you get from the pharmacy and you don't need much. So that would be my recommendation. There you go. I'm just learning things about you every day, my friend Kelly. I love it. (laughs) I'm an onion, Lee. I'm You're a total onion. Well, we hope that <laughs> helps you, bees. As you know, we answer your questions every Monday, real questions from real listeners. So keep sending them through. And if you want to hear yourself on the podcast, you can call the pod phone to ask your question on 028999386. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of You Beauty, which was produced by our lovely Gia Moylan. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>